What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs. This is your hobby content alternative. I am your host, Brett McGrath. I love sports cards. I love collecting sports cards. I love having this podcast about sports cards. Hopefully, you are in for it. You're excited. You're having a good week. You have enjoyed your time in the hobby. This is episode 365 around here. It is the circle of life. My wife and I brought our new daughter into this world over the past week. It has been an unbelievable time. Shout out to paternity leave. I'm spending the next month with my family. Um, This is round two for us, officially the girl dad times two. Shout out to all you girl dads out there. Uh, But yeah, it's, it's been amazing. I'm trying to adjust to the new normal, the lack of sleep. I'm getting all of those things, taking, uh, making sure that my two-year-old daughter has extra love and is getting the recognition while we're doing all the, the feedings, the diapers, all those things, which is awesome. Um, it is what it is. It is uh, an amazing time. And so what I have found is that I have definitely got a couple extra hours or two to check in what's going on in our world, in our hobby Um, which is fun. Shout out to our unofficial sponsor. We went corporate, big box, Starbucks coffee. Starbucks coffee was in the hospital, definitely made a hundred trips, venti black eyes getting fueled up since I'm on team no sleep. Um, So shout out to the fine people at Starbucks who enjoy sports cards and uh, fueled the uh, whole experience of last week and is currently fueling the Stacking Slabs podcast. There is nothing like the miracle of birth. Let me tell you, we are so blessed. It's been fun getting big sister, little sister together. A month of paternity leave. Family time is so important. I'm going to do whatever I can to bring these episodes to you. Keep that parallel series going. Don't know how long these things will be. Um, you know, we've got windows. We we are on someone's schedule who doesn't have a schedule. All you parents out there who have a newborn or who have been through uh, bringing a newborn up, uh, know what I'm talking about. Um, but cards are such a fun distraction. I was at the zoo um, with my daughter, with my parents, and my dad said, are you keeping the podcast rolling? And I said, yeah, I am. And I'm doing that because I need the creative outlet. I It helps me, my state of mind, mental health, gives me some direction. It's a compass while all this craziness is going on. Um, So yes, the podcast is coming. I need creative outlets. This show is my creative outlet and it aligns with my passion. And I think you all can relate to that at some level. You know, when you're in the hospital and you're in the waiting game, there's a lot of downtime. And when I have downtime, I don't know what else to do, but turn to the hobby, whether it's going on Instagram, checking out marketplaces, trying to find cards, building out communication streams with various members, bothering people about cards, telling people I don't want to sell certain cards. There is just that sliver of time. And when you're playing the waiting game, I definitely spent so much time over the last week just digging in, um, in between chasing a toddler and taking care of a baby. There is cards. And that is what this hobby is for. The hobby is the best escape of all time. And that's why as collectors, we hold it in such high regard. And we do whatever we can to protect our damn community. Um, I am coming off the heels. I had my first outing post-baby, just sat through just a kick in the nuts of a Colts defeated Lucas Oil. So coming at you a little gutted after that uh, L and just the refs. And we hurt ourselves, but we also played well at times. So just trying to adjust to being a Colts fan in the post-Anthony uh, Richardson world. 
um, and doing what I can. I love football, regardless of if my team's winning or losing. I watch football. The NBA is starting this week. I I know baseball playoffs are in full swing, and I've gotten a chance to watch a few games here and there. I got a chance to watch Pacers preseason um, this past Friday. So excited for the season to kick off. So much. So many of you are passionate NBA fans who listen to this show, who collect your basketball cards. And yeah, I'll just say that we're we're entering this era where you've got the basketball starting, football, baseball playoffs. It is a good time to be a sports fan. That is for sure. And something happened to me this past week that I thought was notable, hobby related. And I said, you know what? I want to talk about this, but I got paid this past week. And no, I did not get paid because of my job. Yes, those checks are still coming in, or at least I hope they are because I need those checks to hit so I can pay for this house and pay for this second baby and maybe buy a card or two here and there. But I got paid by the consigner. My man, Chris, had a volume accumulation that was payday. And anyone who's gone through just the consignment process, sending your cards, and it's always fun after the dust settles on those auctions to get that notification that money has entered into your account. I can remember being told when I entered the hobby by a lot of different people with a lot of different platforms that you should keep a spreadsheet of purchases and, and then keep track of what what so what they sold for when I got back in the hobby. And I think this seems that seems crazy to me now. It was such a different world a few years ago. A lot of the things are different, but then there was a lot that was the same. I don't look at cards line by line. It's not a lump sum to me. They're not transactions. And I don't look at them as investments, but I look at them, especially when I'm moving them, is how can these cards that I'm selling help me reach my next goal? I'm quickly transitioning into a world where almost all of my money in the hobby is spent that is coming directly out of my existing collecting. I got kids, as Heath Slater once said. I got kids, we got priorities, you know? And so I need to make sure that I'm taking out the equity out of my PC as opposed to jeopardizing payments on bills and everything else that's going in my life. And there's no facade. I'm not getting on the reels and I'm not telling you you know, oh, I'm making all these this money on sports cards, this and that, because that's not reality. I'm using this hobby as an opportunity to escape while I'm going through all of the other crazy shit that's happening in my life. So there's no time for spreadsheet. There is time to send my cards to someone to help me sell those cards because there's constantly a cards that are popping up that I need and I want, and it seems ludicrous by being a dad and doing all the shit that I'm doing to just take that money out and pay for them. But I built up that equity in my PC and that's what it's all about. And this payday was a little bit different because usually I'm paying off an existing card, but this one was putting some money in the reserves. And I think there's no greater challenge in the hobby than managing your reserves. And so, you know, it is so easy based on the culture that this hobby brings and what it tells us to do to get money in hand and immediately spend money, that's the easiest thing to do. I think the challenge is, is to avoid the shiny objects because there's so many damn shiny objects. And so when you've got a framework and your goals are established, it makes it so much easier to not get impacted by the shiny object syndrome. So when I'm talking about shiny object syndrome, I'm thinking about some things and I'll give you some examples or signs or signals that you might see if you're getting impacted by the shiny object syndrome, you're buying cards that popped up in save searches that look cool, but aren't even cards you've never thought about. So you're just, you're, you're reacting. You have a reactionary mindset. Card pops up. It looks cool at the time. And so you purchase. 
Another one, you're buying based on the activity of a current player in the moment. So it is an NFL Sunday as I record this, and you see some player go off, and you're like, you know what? This guy was cool. I've always followed him. He's on my fantasy team. He's doing this. And so I'm going to go buy his cards. That can be an object to shiny, see a subject to shiny object syndrome. Maybe there's a new product that's out that's influencing your decisions. You're seeing that product on the reels and breakers. People are talking about it. They're hot prospect rookies. And so you get caught up. Now, let me tell you, it's okay to be reactionary. I think impulse buying, doing this and that is all part of the fun and it's all part of the mix. And by no means am I advising not to do that. And I will tell you, because I'd be pointing the finger at myself, I have done this plenty of times, but I think part of the evolution of the hobby is making sure that you're not doing that all of the time. Because if you're doing that all the time, it eventually, that dopamine eventually runs out and you then you go through this feeling of uneasiness and unhappiness because you have no direction. I think reserves, you can start building them and you got to just start asking questions. And so as I decided, I'm going to sell this pile of cards that don't mean as much to me as they once did when I bought it a year, two, three years ago. The reason is those, so I sold those cards because I wanted reserves. I wanted to start asking people who I know who had cards that I really wanted questions. Asking friends, are you selling stuff? Hitting people up. What are cards on the watch list that you might buy right now because you have the funds? That's an exercise that I honestly don't think we talk about enough or do enough. We constantly smash that star button and we constantly put cards that we're wa- we just want to watch because they're cool. They align with our PC, but maybe they seem out of reach because the price is too high. Or maybe it's a price that is maybe 20% high and has a best offer, but we just haven't taken the time to communicate and make that best offer. And this is what having reserves helps you do. It helps give you confidence to start that conversation. And I would say this, I've, I've had so many interactions this week on cards that um, aren't were in collections that I knew I probably wasn't going to get or were eBay on eBay that I just wanted to comment and make an offer and put some commentary on. All of the ones, none of them led to me getting those cards, but I will tell you this, especially on the DMs on IG, it gives a reminder to those people when you're doing it in a way that's courteous and kind that, man, if I'm in a jam and I'm jammed up, there's someone who wants a card in my collection and I can make that available to them. I constantly, when it happens to me, even when it's cards that I don't want to sell in the moment, I it constantly think about those people and those interactions because inevitably there's always another bigger, better card that pops up that it's helpful to know that I can move a few cards with a person immediately if need be. Reserves helps you get those monsters. It makes sense to wait around for more. I think that's the hardest part. We're busy professionals. We know money doesn't grow on dreams, trees. We've got bills to pay. We've got kids. You got people all day, all day, all long on the reels making it seem like there's infinite money, making you seem like you should invest this and that. Let's be real, okay? Let's be real with ourselves. Let's, If we're going to spend the time, spend the money in the hobby, let's do it and spend it on sports cards that we deeply and truly love. Hope you enjoyed Mr. Spur, Fan, At Tech, John, Talking Star Rubies. So many great conversations after that episode. So much passion. I love unlocking characters who just have sick, massive collections and have perspective. 
The feedback that I've gotten on the Parallel series has been unprecedented. It has been so much fun and has honestly reinvigorated my hobby experience. I get to meet so many awesome collectors. I get to talk about product. I get to talk about cards, man. Isn't that why we're here? We're not here to talk about the money. We're here to talk about the freaking cards. I love learning about Star Rubies. Of course, I know about them, but it was get, to get another le- level of context from an individual who spent a lot of money buying these cards. It's fun. Hopefully, you're enjoying these too. I will tell you one thing that I'm enjoying about these parallel series. And if you've been a part of it, especially on the Instagram machine, I want to thank you. But I view this as that what you all do in your sharing and your passion on Instagram, it serves as a companion piece to each one of those episodes. So I put out the bat signal and I just say, hey, I let everybody know. If you check my Instagram, check my story every Thursday, this has happened for the past month or so. But I'll tell you all, I'll say, we're talking about this parallel. Show your cards. And what happens is people share their cards, they tag me, and it's amazing. I got a message, and I'm sharing these cards. I've shared 300 plus cards since I've done this. I'm seeing cards out of collections, and most of us are seeing cards out of the collections for the first time. I got a message this past week that was just like, hey, these episodes are great, but let me tell you, like, the fact that I get to see cards that I've never seen before on your story every week is awesome. And that's what it's all about. So I want to tell you all, make sure you share your damn cards because we all want to see them. The more we share our cards, the more we can focus in on the reasons why we're here. It's what it's all about, man. And so it seems simple. It seems elementary, but sometimes you just got to take a step back. Like, why are we here? Let's unite around the cards. So if you're a fan of the parallel on Friday, I sure as hell know I am. It's one of my favorite parallels in the modern era. And you know, if you follow me and you follow my page, it was only a matter of time that this was going to get covered. But we are talking about Galactics at a revolution this Friday. And I got to bring Mission Street cards back on. It's been a while since he's been back on. But when I got into the hobby, when I think about parallel obsession, I think about Mission Street cards, Brandon. I think about the way he curates his page. And what stood out to me was his passion for the galactic parallel out of revolution. It is near and dear to my heart. I bought basketball over the years, but I'm not a big basketball collector. So, and it's not galactics. There are exceptions with Chronicles, this and that, but like they're not in football too often. The galactic design is, maybe we'll talk about that too. But when Panini WWE got the license, for Panini at the WWE license, Revolution came out both years. And so there's Galactic Parallel. So my connection with that parallel has been through the WWE license. And so that has been awfully fun. So much are on my mind about these cards. And I honestly have so many questions. So Thursday, if you got some Galactics, check out the bat signal. We're going to drop the episode with Mission Street on Friday. It's going to rule. It is one of my favorite parallels of the modern era. Excited to talk about it. All right. So we've been going. These episodes are probably going to be shorter, so we're just going to gun it, okay? We're going to gun it because I got uh, I got a dad duty here in a second. So I hate generalizing and trying to speak for all collectors, but this is kind of like what I do a majority of the time. This is my show, and I try to represent you, the collector. So here we go a little bit. I think we just want to share and talk about our cards. I think people get fired up, and I'm sharing the, some of the best cards that I'm seeing on a weekly basis. I think. 
when we share our cards, we start to care way less or it becomes way less in our face. At least I'm noticing this. Maybe it's an exception because I'm the one who's trying to like share other people's cards as they're tagging. But what happens on those days is we care less about the hobby drama, like the stuff that we poke fun about, the stuff that there's memes made about, it like escapes our brain, which is great. We should never be caught up in the hobby drama stuff. Real culture, investment culture seems so much smaller. I'm not saying that these the mainstream things just seem smaller, which is great because I don't give a shit about that stuff. I do care about the cards. I care about your cards. I don't want to see your cards. I think losers trying to say grow the hobby but are doing it through thinly veiled masks of self-interest, that shit gets erased. It's great. All the whatnot stuff, breaker stuff that we don't like just goes away. The repacks bullshit. People pitching that shit goes away. Discord groups, programs, hobby influencers. You can just watch Lameem James make fun of them. Like that's what I do. And it's fun. But when you share your cards, all that stuff vanishes. Think what we're here about. We're here about the cards. We're here for the cards. We're here for the cards. We're here for the knowledge. We're here for the relationship, the stimulation, the creativity, the time it takes for us to not only build out and curate collections, but share our process. I love it when people share what they're doing, what they're thinking. It's like we're collecting in public. That's what we, we have the tools to do that. And when we have the tools to do that, we have the opportunity to build these awesome connections with other members of the hobby. And that's what makes this so much fun. I'm passionate about this parallel series. I'm uncovering things I didn't know about. I'm sharing cards. I'm getting leveled up. And I hope you are all feeling that too. I've got a new kid around here. I got a little bit of time down. I'm going to be talking about cards. I'm going to be digging into cards. I'm going to be trying to build out my collection and rethink how I do my collection. And you better believe I'll be doing that all here on the Stacking Slabs podcast because it is your hobby content alternative. And maybe I'll close out with this. Since I'm saying, let's talk about cards. I posted a card last week and took a picture and it just made me feel good. This happened last weekend. I just got in the 2021, yeah, I always get the years mixed up. Roman Reigns, Black Refractor, out of 10, PSA 10, out of tops, Chrome. This card is significant and special to me because it is the First showing uh, in a chromium card of Roman Reigns in his tribal chief character is also significant because I had once owned this card and I felt like, and I had sold the card. I sold the card because I have the super fracture, one of one, and I have the red out of five. And when I saw the card posted, it was like, man, you know what? It'd be really fucking cool to buy this card to have the super fracture, the out of five, and the out of 10 of one of my favorite wrestling cards of all time. That is just such a significant moment in the career of my goat. And so I got that card in and I put all three of those cards together and took the photo, put it on Instagram. It's on my page at stacking slabs. While you're there, hit that follow button, check out that card. But to me, that was collecting. That was a moment where I got an opportunity to own and build a connection with a specific parallel and a performer that I collect. And that's what we're all here for. And that's what it's all about. You take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. More stacking slabs. Mission Street cards. We're entering outer space on Friday. We're talking galactic. You take care of yourself. And we will talk to you soon. Happy collecting. Happy collecting.